now whoa yeah we are live so i'm not worried about what was said a little while ago but uh this is the uh the late night sissy fight edition of sweep the league uh for those guys that have been a part of uh our show in the past so uh, this was like the rated r hour for us we're still going to keep it as clean as can be tonight though we have a very special guest joining us tonight uh, as you can tell it's uh mr austin hartsfield from at Hartsfield MOB, he covers the Sod Poodles, which is the one of the minor league teams for the San Diego Padres. Uh, obviously, the the far, the best farm team in all of baseball, in my opinion, and probably his. So yeah. Austin's with us tonight. I am Rudy Campos Jr., the co-host of Sweep the League, joined as always by the Rambassador, Mister uh, Coach Geo, who should be asleep now because he normally goes to sleep about. Well, listen, I, I normally wake up early. We're early for work. Uh, so some people have to work, Rudy. So but you work from home. So that's God damn. BS. Yeah, but I have to wake up sometimes randomly during the night for work. So I, I do go to bed why? early. Okay. So why is that? I mean, what do you wake up for? You make it sound like you're a goddamn surgeon. <laughs> yeah. I would listen, think so. Like problems, you're like a doctor. <laughs> listen, when problems arrive, Coach Gio comes to the rescue. Coach Gio. So Actually, you know, since I've been uh, on the keto diet, I think I want to change my name to Coach Keto. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, Austin, what do you think of that? I've been meaning to ask somebody. I think we need to start talking about sports. Oh, so he doesn't really care. He doesn't forget the Coach Keto, right? I don't even, even want to know. <laughs> like, not even a little part of me wants to know what the fuck that is. Oh, my God. All right. Well, there's your answer. There we go. So, yeah, we are Jesus. joined by Austin Hartsfield. It's been a it's been a pretty well, pretty minute since Austin's been with us. Uh, Austin is the the official Dallas Mavericks fan what? insider of Sweep the League, which he's still spewing uh, all this love for getting the unicorn to go along with his boy, Luka Doncic. We off. I think it's still going to be a good fit. There's still probably one big time name away from making some true noise but i was robbed of a dragon who's it gonna be it was gonna be dragon bender and then we got no it was gonna be uh goran dragon so then we got screwed over that actually yeah y'all did but hey it is what it is i think i think y'all make some kind of noise We're on yeah, dragon. I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we are joined by austin uh from uh the sod poodles at austin hartsfield at hartsfield mlb is his twitter uh, we'll show y'all at the end of that, but we're going to get right into some free agency talk here tonight. We're only going to spend a few minutes here. Uh, first things first, man, the uh, news of the day for the Spurs, which Austin has a lot of love for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love the, the Spurs that... about as much as I love, like, leukemia. <laughs> wow. Wow, bro. Right, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> the reason why we have the late night, 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 the late
the what happened today was we saw a spur obviously davis bertans take off uh being traded to washington uh what i'm what i'm looking at is that the spurs did get obviously damari carroll which they've already got before they ended up doing a sign trade for him uh to make that work out i like the contract that he was given i think it was three years 21 million dollars uh damari carroll is definitely he's a two-way player he's an older two-way player but I do like the move. The one move that I did like a lot was the Marcus Morris signing. That, I think, makes more sense for the Spurs. It gives them another big man. It actually gives them also um, – it actually gives them um, – I'm sorry. It's late, man. Spread the floor. Uh, Marcus Morris can't shoot the ball from the outside. He's similar or somewhat to uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, not much of a bigger name like Aldridge is. But what he did, what he does bring, he brings that toughness to the Spurs that we haven't seen lately. Right. So I I really like both moves. I like the Morris move a lot. The Damari Carroll made sense, obviously, for the uh, kind of like a 3 and D player, but he is older when it comes to uh, as far as NBA age. But let me go with Austin first uh, because, like I said, he bleeds silver and black. Um, Austin, what do you think about these moves by the Spurs uh, coming from? And I, I like going to you first because you are truly not a Spurs fan. So you're going to give your honest opinion. So what do you have for these first fans out there that are listening? Um, I like Carroll a lot. I like the Carroll signing a lot. You get a guy that's a good rotation player, knows, he, knows he's a rotation player, and doesn't expect to be more, but could if he wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You also get a good defensive player, guy that's going to fill minutes. And honestly, he's kind of a perfect pop guy. Hmm. I, yeah, actually he is. And Gio, what do you got on this, man? You know, just an all-around good player. I thought the Spurs improved this free agency where we probably thought they weren't going to do much. But Bertans, I was getting sick and tired of him the past few years just being inconsistent when you really, really need him the most. And then Carroll, just getting guys who are pop guys, Spurs guys, and going to come and fit in very well. It kind of helps some of these young guys mature as well. Yeah, for sure. We've got Noah Race for say saying great pickups. Uh, definitely, definitely. I think we can all agree these were two good pickups for the Spurs. I don't think this is it for the Spurs. I really think they've got a move or two left. I don't think it's going to be anything huge at all. You might see uh, another veteran come in, may see also some kind of uh, maybe one of the guys from the uh, the summer league might get a, an invite and a contract from the Spurs as well. They've been actually playing uh, really decently in the summer league, especially, you know, I've been said before I've been hard on Lonnie Walker, so uh he's been kind of proving me wrong this summer i hope he continues to do that uh we got more comments in here spurs underscore 116 fred van fleet meant to say f the mavericks uh yeah i would say so um if there's one team you want to pick on it's probably dallas because they are the third best team in texas as of now austin don't hang whoa, out whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 now they're the third best team Jesus Christ. <laughs> but we have the best player. Kind of not really. Okay, whatever. you have the best core. Best. How would you say? You have the best one to European step. Okay, you want to have some fun? Let's have a little fun. I will give you a Let's little bit of fun. Rank the teams in the Southwest. Have fun with that one. Mm. Pelicans got so much better. They did. The they Grizzlies did. got so much better. Okay, but the Pelicans. Oh, what? Um, that team's really bad. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that bad. JJJ, and then you have John Morant, like Dylan Brooks, like. Whew. Okay. Nah, they're going to be bad. 
what. Let's let's do this. You say Frank, let's go to the Southwest. Here we go. Pelicans and and uh, Memphis. They're gonna be right. good. They're gonna be good. They have the youth, so they're not gonna be good this upcoming season. Houston's in turmoil right now. Chris Paul and James Harden. Are I don't think they win fifty games. Each other. What was that? I don't think they win fifty games. Listen, listen, listen. The Warriors have basically discontinued. The Rockets are going to make sure they get things together, and they're going to be a team that's going to be a top three seed in the West. Yikes. What? I'm I, telling you, it's the same team as last season. Uh, I think you're talking out of the uh, wrong. Yeah, no. But you know uh, what? I, I can no, no, no. I cannot this. I can't disagree with Gio because I've disagreed with this guy so many times, and he's proven me wrong. Uh-huh. I can just say I will agree to a point. Um, but, no, I mean, if you look at the Southwest Division. It's the best division in basketball. Well, yeah, obviously, because the Spurs and the Mavs are in there. I think I think Houston's going to be crap this year because I, they don't have it. I mean, they're at each other's throats. There's no way that they're going to be, you know, one of the contenders. And it sucks because all these analysts are still saying Houston's got a chance. Houston's got a chance. They don't have a Pause. chance to they don't. I'm telling you, you they're going when you win a when, when you win a championship when Michael Jordan plays a full goddamn season then we're okay. But he went out I'm sorry I'm reading the comments I'm going off. <laughs> I'm so pissed right now. Hey, hey you are a mass fan you're going to get a lot of hell for this, for certain stuff but you know what that's why we love you on the show because you get more not- you get more uh what you get notarized on the show you get more ex- exposure you you get you get to see the dark side of me a little bit <laughs> well for those of you that are just joining in we are joined by uh, Austin Hartsfield uh he's uh covers the side poodles up in Amarillo which very is very famous yeah he's like, very famous no, Padre, no, very, no, no. he's been big time with us lately he's oh, with, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr uh, he's rubbed doubles with the best already. He's uh, really, really making. Stop pumping my tire. Pump the brakes. Let's, let's. No, no, go. no, 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 no. You are you are the biggest celebrity we've had on the show right now. So Jesus. we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and use that to our advantage. But the Spurs are obviously the best team in the Southwest. They are. We need to get you a dictionary with the definition of celebrity. Oh man, I know what a celebrity is. <laughs> he is joining us tonight on the. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, with the moves that the Spurs made, they are the number one team in Southwest right now. I mean, Dallas, I think, is two. I do like what Dallas has. I think Houston implodes this year. They're not going to do Jack. Memphis in New Orleans, they've got a good team. I will not put it, I will not say they don't. They're just young. They're about a year or two away from actually being probably one of the best teams in the Southwest. Uh, we've got Noah Race for Sace. Are the Clippers now the team to beat in the West? Yes. That's yes. a very fast yes for Austin. I. Everybody's forgetting about Lou Williams. They're no, right. they're not forgetting they're, about they're, I mean, they're top. I mean, top four, of course. I mean, the top four teams are going to be. Pretty... Who's going to score on that team? No, their defense is, is stupendous. They're going to have the best defense in the league. But remember, Kawhi has to rest like what twenty five games just because he's a baby. Load, load management. <laughs> yeah, load management. It worked. It did. Wait, I did. Okay, you're talking about you're talking about an East where they were what the second best team in the East. Then they were go, went to the playoffs, and you get to the finals. They went up against 
a depleted Warriors team. If Kevin Durant plays in that series and Clay is healthy, do the Raptors have a chance? Probably not. Yeah, they don't. There's I mean, no this, way the Raptors have a chance. And it's the thing. It's the thing with me arguing the amount of Rockets rings, right? And they got two when Michael Jordan wasn't there, right? This one, we can't argue about this one. It happened. We no, can't change no, anything it, about it. It happened. It happened. But if you look at the bigger picture, I mean, it. They don't win. I mean, I, I'll I defend Kawhi in my grave. That what? <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll defend Kawhi in my grave. I forgot. You know, I forgot. You are a huge Kawhi Leonard fan, man. Well, yeah, he was throwing some bowls at Spurs fans after Kawhi won the championship. He was throwing a bunch of tweets, oh, on Facebook. Yeah, That's what we, I do. Uh, I called Rudy immediately after. By the way, he was trolling. I think he was trolling. It, I don't think the game was 10 minutes old I, when it finished. And I have Austin calling me like, and I'm going to just, I mean, because it's late night, so all the kids should be asleep. But I have Austin calling me like, I fucking love this. Like, I love it. I cannot wait to start getting that first fans. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's because he's a Maverick fan. and he We've created to. a monster. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> we have created a monster. And speaking of a monster, the question was brought up. Are the Clippers the favored in the West? Austin immediately says yes. They did get Kawhi Leonard. I said no. If Kawhi Leonard went to the Clippers, I said no, they were not the favorite because it's just Kawhi Leonard. I said that on last night's show. Tonight, I realized that they are actually probably the favored because of the Paul George move. I did not see this coming. I don't know anyone who saw this coming. That was Woj the- didn't see it coming. No, I won't. Well, Chris, Chris Broussard definitely didn't see this coming from some of his tweets. What an idiot. Yeah. I don't, how is that guy even? Dude, Chris Carter actually called it very well. He said the Clippers are still in the mix. After everyone was saying, no, it's the Lakers, it's the Raptors. Chris Carter, who was a, you know, if you guys don't know, former NFL player over here getting some good sources. So the Clippers are definitely going to be one of the favorites Watch out for Utah. I really like what they did in the offseason and really kind of bringing this team together. Obviously, the Nuggets are going to be there. The Blazers, I mean, it's going to be a stacked, but definitely the Clippers are going to be one of the teams to be in the West uh, for sure. All right. Both LA teams have mortgaged their future, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, bro. The, the, they, I mean, the Clippers traded like, what, seven? Like, it was like, what? Five, five first round picks, four right. unprotected, two swaps. And yeah. Nuggets has a good. Yeah. yeah, and their best player in Shigeru Alexander. So, you know, that brings up a couple of questions here. You've got – let me ask the first one here. You've got Shai Alexander going to uh, Oklahoma City. Obviously, do you feel – because it's already been said, Russell Westbrook has demanded a trade, basically. Do you feel that Russ gets his wish, or does OKC keep him? Um, I, I think you you have to trade him. I mean, you, it's he's already been in trade talks. He's already basically asked for a trade. I mean, obviously the war. I mean, the Thunder want to rebuild, and he's not part of those plans. So you can keep him, but he's going to be disgruntled. He's probably going to say things throughout the entire season. Just cut bait with him. This team, as we've seen constructed the past few years, couldn't get over the top. They're just a first-round exit. And obviously, they want to rebuild. They want to go in a different direction. So you do that by cutting bait. The problem is, who's going to take Russell Westbrook? Because it was reported the Raptors said, "Uh, we're not going to give you Siakam. (laughs) 
Sorry. How do you how do you if you're the Raptors, you know, front office and you get a call from OKC or you're in talks with OKC saying we will send you Paul George, Russell Westbrook. We mainly want Siakam and obviously a couple of other things back more than likely draft picks. And, you know, getting Paul George and Russell Westbrook allows you to keep Kawhi Leonard. Why the hell are you saying no to that? I mean, everybody that I've seen on Twitter has told me and they've come at me at it. Well, you don't want to take on Russell Westbrook. Who gives a shit? You're you're getting Paul George and re-signing Kawhi Leonard, and you have to take on West, Russell Westbrook. If he doesn't here's, work out, trade him out. Here's my problem, right? If you're if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, you 100% want to trade Russell Westbrook. Why? You have to look at the situation in Washington that the Wizards were in. You know, the John Wall contract was looking okay for a guy that got a Supermax. All of a sudden, he tears his Achilles. He's officially out for two years, and you're stuck with $40 million on your payroll for somebody that hasn't played in a year and a half, basically, if an injury does happen. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. That's a lot of money to pay for somebody to sit on the bench in Washington. And it's also like the Chris Ball thing. Nobody wants that contract. Yep. It's so a combination of both. Ridiculous. What is that? Forty yeah. million he's getting? What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there is no, there's contracts out here that are stupid. I mean, Chris Paul, Westbrook, John Wall. And those so, are the ones. here's here's what I would do, and I've wanted to say this on the show actually. Um, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, you just got back a haul for Paul George, right? You got a record haul, and nobody's ever seen a haul like that for no. a guy that wasn't in the Anthony Davis class, right? He was kind of a, maybe a tier below that. Could be in the class depending on how you're ranking him. But why not rebuild? I mean, you have Dennis Schroeder's expiring that you could probably get a first-round pick for next year to a contender that needs a point guard at that point. You know, I mean, you don't have any huge contracts, to my knowledge, besides Steven Adams and Russell on the books. And you can move Adams. I mean, I, you could take a couple of those picks that you just got from the Clippers and move Adams. It wouldn't be that hard. But, I mean, just acquire assets. I mean, it, it's going to eventually work for the Browns. I mean, it could eventually work for the Thunder too, especially in that market. Yeah, you would need to. I mean, they've got everything going for them right now. They're not going to go anywhere. Gio mentioned that they're a first-round exit pretty much every year. Even with Paul George, they're a first-round exit. So, I mean, the, yeah. They're the 2000s right Mavericks. Yeah, and you know, Paul George, he didn't really like playing with Westbrook, which Kevin Durant also didn't like it as well. So, you got to try to ship him. Where does he go? I've heard Dallas on Twitter. Or I've heard some other teams potentially. No, thank but, you. but uh, you know, I, I, maybe the New York Knicks, man, as much as bad as they've done, they can get Westbrook to kind of save some of the fan base there in New York. I would probably do it. But where are you going to trade him to? Who wants him? He's, what, 31 years old? So definitely an aging star. Um, I don't know what the market is like. Sam Press is going to have to do something. Well, still, if you're Toronto, you do not hang up the phone. You do not say no to that deal because you're keeping you're keeping obviously the best player in the NBA in Kawhi Leonard as a Raptor. You're acquiring Paul George. You're taking on Russell Westbrook, which I think it's only what two years left on Russ's contract. Right, it's not that so, bad. Okay, so you're going to tell me that you would rather have Kyle Lowry over Russell Westbrook? When you were trying to trade Kyle Lowry anyway. Exactly. So, you know, kudos to the Raptors. You you got your championship. You got your, you know, your 15 minutes of glory, your five minutes of fame. It's not going to be the Marlins. 
Yeah, it's never gonna happen again. So they are the uh, they are the Marlins. Man, I remember. I mean, them. they blew up a championship team. That's what happens. They signed a uh, championship team. They put it together, and then bam, done. Wasn't okay. Off subject. Bobby Bonilla was he on that show, team? Bobby Bonilla I, was on I one believe. of those Marlins teams. Yeah. I think it was the first one. Yeah, because he got the big deal afterwards. Yeah. Wow, and that's because it's ninety seven oh three. So yeah, that's a good comparison, Marlins. Well, speaking of you know shitty players let's talk about boogie going to the lakers man um originally he had you know he had people thinking not him but a uh, a schmuck in san marcus decided to put a billboard up and say hey let's recruit boogie cousins got everybody excited including myself so, such what it's ridiculous well yeah but you know i'm not gonna say i got my hands <laughs> wet but i did get a, yeah, a little tickle down there when i saw that billboard and thinking hey maybe we're gonna get boogie cousins it makes sense i thought if the spurs got boogie cousins it immediately puts them at number one in the west really even Whoa. not knowing what Kawhi does well i didn't say number one i did say last uh, maybe i would top four uh, worst case scenario <laughs> top three in the west that's my opinion on it and i i figured a player like Boogie Cousins under you know a system like the Spurs, I think he would. Actually... Do we really think he would work? He's Stephen Jackson. <laughs> well, he's a hothead. He's seven, obviously. Foot, he's seven foot Stephen Jackson. Which That's is the point. Big... It's almost too ta- too much talent. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, this guy ends up going to the Lakers on a one year deal to join LeBron, and I we do know the chemistry he had with Anthony Davis. It actually worked in New Orleans. Uh, I don't think it's going to work for the Lakers, though, because of one thing and one thing only, and that's LeBron. I don't think it works in L.A. for Boogie and A.D. LeBron is too much of a narcissist, would you say? Yeah. He wants his own. He wants to get his own. Uh, you can call up all day on me and say, oh, no, he's he, he passes the ball. He does this. He does that. At the end of the day, when they need a when they need a game winner, it's going to go to LeBron's hands. It's going to be in his hands. He's going to take that shot. Boogie's not. Anthony Davis is not. Kyle Kuzma is definitely kicking himself in the ass because now he's the fourth option. Even though Kawhi didn't go, he's the fourth option in L.A., which is going to really f up his game, I think, and his mentality. So, what are your opinions, Joe? What do you think on the Boogie thing? You know, it. I don't think it really makes complete sense. Obviously, the Lakers had to do something because Kawhi Leonard basically says, Sayonara, I'm going to the Clippers. They wanted to sign some big names. Boogie Cousins, they already have JaVale McGee there. And I just, they need shooters, man. You need to surround this team with very good shooters. Jared Dudley, uh, Danny Green, who I still think is he's somewhere in Costa Rica. And... Really? He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think this time, this place is going to fit. He'll play well, but I think when it really matters the most, I I just think the Lakers really missed the boat on this one. They just, man, Kawhi Leonard, man, this guy (laughs) ruined their free agency. Yeah, they got Anthony Davis, but that's it. The entire bench is... Stop feeling sorry for the Lakers. (laughs) I'm not. I'm actually very happy. <laughs> Did you check on our friend Jonathan Mathis? Is he okay? dude? Jonathan, you know he was posting up. Yeah, you know I'm okay. Nah, man, you're not okay, man. I know you wanted Kawhi Leonard, and he basically said no. And if Magic Johnson would have sh- shut the hell up, 
and stop leaking information, maybe he would have signed with the Lakers. But anyway, uh, I don't like the thing 100%. Obviously, it's a body, uh, but they got a lot of bigs there and not enough shooters. You know what's wild? I kind of hated this. I got to hate. I kind of hated this, like, signing the Lakers. And then I realized that Rondo was back. And I was like, that was a beautiful connection when they were all there in New Orleans. This could actually kind of work. But the problem is LeBron James exists. And I know that sounds really weird that having LeBron James is a downside. But when you have two bigs like that and you also have Rajon Rondo, who obviously won't play a lot of minutes probably. But, I mean, it it kind of messes up a game, a, a possible game plan because you do have the best player in the world. It's wild. Yeah, and that's what I said. I don't like this because you have one thing and one thing only that's going to that's gonna cause this not to work, and that's LeBron James. I don't believe in LeBron James at all. I will say there was a report if Kawhi did come to Lakers, LeBron would take a step back and potentially kind of let those two. Uh, you know, LeBron, you know, he does a lot of those cryptic tweets during the season talking about some of the players. You know, the players are about to get traded to New Orleans midseason. LeBron's history with the next star, sometimes the third star, just isn't really good. And I think that's that's probably what's going to happen here again. Check check this out. I have some some breaking news that I didn't even know. Oh Lord! Yes. Oh boy! Did it just happen? Well, I just saw it. Let <laughs> me read it out to you. Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' daughter, Callie. Oh, yeah. George cheated on her with a Miami dancer, which ended their relationship. Callie is now engaged to Seth Curry, and Doc is now George's head coach with the Clippers. That's wild. That is that's pretty. It's pretty weird. That's insane. So you're gonna play the guy that you cheated on his daughter? How the oh, hey, good luck, man. I I wish you the best of luck. That's all you can say is good luck. You. You get traded, and before you even step foot in the Clippers' locker room, you're in the doghouse. How in the F? Man, I, okay. I just thought I'd bring that part up. But, you know, these obviously there's been a lot of free agency moves uh, in the NBA with a lot of crazy stuff happening. The one big move that's still yet to happen is the Russell Westbrook trade, which everybody knows is coming. There was a false report earlier about him going to Miami. Um, that was stupid. I looked at that and was like, I don't think so, because they were giving up like five or six picks. Uh, no, that's not happening. But I think that's the next domino to fall. Russell Westbrook, uh, where, Austin, if I said, hey, where do you think Russ is going? Which team do you think is actually going to take a chance on Russ? Uh, the Knicks. Yeah. It's a desperate team. They need a super, They need a real star. They don't need young R.J. Barrett taking the reins this early, especially when he doesn't have any time to develop. I mean, you have to just jump in a lot like Zion has to, at least Zion has stuff around him a little bit, you know, but uh, I think it's the Knicks. I mean, they have the space. Uh, They're in desperate need of a win this offseason after the absolute heist that Brooklyn pulled off, but uh, I would bet that he winds up in New York. And I asked you first, because I'm going to ask you next the same question, but the reason why I asked you first was because of this. Is it out of the realm of possibility that your boy Mark Cuban makes a phone call? No, I don't. I definitely don't want that. Uh, he's made dumber moves before. That's for sure. I mean, we drafted Shane Larkin. 
Let's yeah. be real here. Trash. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't really think so. It would take a lot. Okay. Okay. We'd have to. They would have to take the Hardaway contract. E. Yeah, that is true. Well, Gio, what do you got? Do you think Russ? I I've got him going to the Knicks possibly, but what do you think? Uh, what do you think he might land? Because more than likely, that's going to be the next domino to fall. Yeah, I think it's the Knicks. I think the franchise right now is kind of disarray. There's no direction. The fan base is pretty much distraught. I think the way you save that is by obviously getting Russell Westbrook. You have the money at the cap space. Go out there and do that. You know, will it hinder RJ Barrett's kind of growth with Westbrook, the way he plays? Potentially, yeah. But at this point, you got to put his ass in the seats. And I think this is the best move for them. Does it make him a playoff team? How does Denver's cap look? No. The it is Denver? the East. It is the East. <sighs> Maybe, but well, they you know they do have Randall there. Julius Randall. They have a, a, a okay squad, but I, I, I don't know, Rudy. It probably so, maybe an eighth, seventh seed, but again, another first round exit. Russell Westbrook. So. Hold on, I'm pulling up Denver's Denver's cap numbers because that's a curious team for me. <clears throat> Denver's Denver in, I mean, in the west on the west coast, you've got Denver. I mean, on the Western Conference, you've got Denver, Portland, and Utah, which are all teams that are. Here we go. Gonna make a huge uh, nice. So I think I think we all agree that we like this Denver team as it is, right? Yeah, for sure. I think they could use one more player, but as of right now, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think Jamal Murray bud like uh, blossoms into a superstar next year. Not superstar, but like a tier one star, kind of what Donovan Mitchell did a year earlier, kind of in that sense. He kind of did this year though. Now Donovan, but, he's another one playing alongside Mike Conley. That's going to be he's going to blossom, dude. I think Utah and what they did and getting Brangovich from Indiana, <clears throat> getting also Moody. They they picked up a few guys. Watch out for Utah because if you look at it from top to bottom, it could be the best team in the West. Obviously, the record, you know, and it happened, but I think the Jazz, Blazers, dude, there's gonna be so many good teams just jockeying for position, and it's all gonna matter about playoff position, who you play, you know. So I think the Jazz got a good chance. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. And you know, Austin's talking about Denver. They're- <clears throat> see much i i think they're still one player away from being the top team in the west i can still see them being one two this year um i don't know man i'm not buying the whole Kawhi paul george thing just yet i know it's going to be a defensive you know juggernaut i i just don't buy it just yet i'm not i'm not sold on the Kawhi paul george thing in in la yeah, Denver is not really a possibility for Russell now that I'm looking at it. They would have to trade the Millsap contract, which honestly, if you're Oklahoma City, is really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why? I mean, there's no reason not to take that chance, obviously. Yeah, yeah. if the if the Nuggets, they, they get Westbrook on that team, it's... That's enough. It's, it's going to be a show. Yeah. that I mean, that's a run-and-gun team as is with Murray. As long as OKC doesn't get Murray and they don't have to trade Murray, then... I mean, that's going to be a squad if you think about it. Westbrook's going to go out east if he goes anywhere. I don't think they trade him anywhere in the West on the Western Conference. He's probably going to go out east. Um, Do you watch him trade him to like the Magic or something? <laughs> probably so. But does this does this kind of make you does this make Danny Ainge kick himself in the ass 
for jumping on Kemba so early, knowing Russ might be available? Well, Westbrook's uh, his personality. I just don't think it really helps. What's, especially okay. What's more scarier, a fast break between of Kemba Tatum and Brown, or Russ Kemba? I mean, Russ Tatum. And to Brown. be honest, I'm going to go with Kemba because of what I've seen so far from Russell Westbrook. Kimba, you know, you take out Kyrie, you put Kimba in that mix. I really think Boston. It's the same player. It, it's the same player, but I, I just would prefer Kimba as Westbrook. Uh, he's just too edgy, man. He always wants to fight somebody. Well, they might need that in Boston, honestly, now that the Morrises are gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. True. All right. Well, hey, you know, we're coming up to the last couple of segments here on the. Uh, on the, the late night sissy fight edition of Sweep the League, uh, we've been talking about NBA free agency. We've been talking about uh, the Spurs obviously getting Marcus Morris and uh, Damari Carroll. Uh, we talked about Kawhi and Paul George going to the Clippers. We just got off the Boogie Cousins train as far as going to the Lakers. We mentioned Rajon Rondo. We get some of our pretty much picks. But what I want to know is this last segment as far as the NBA goes. How do the East and the West compare? Now, where I was looking at it was there's about five teams in the East that are going to be competitive. Obviously, you've got Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, um, Indiana, and I can't remember the fifth one that I said now right off the hand. Not uh, the Raptors, right? No, it's not the Raptors at all. Just want to make oh, sure. I need your, the Brooklyn Nets. So out of those five, Indiana's a dark horse to make some noise. They've got a really good team. They're getting Oladipo back, so they're my dark horse in the East. Well, I'm going there. I, if I had to pick, no Kevin Durant, obviously this season. So the Nets are not going to go anywhere in the East. You know, they'll make some noise, but not a whole bunch. Does Kawhi leaving the Raptors open the door for Philadelphia? Milwaukee's good, but can Milwaukee repeat? Now, here's the thing: you got to remember. Mike Budenhoser took Atlanta, what? They were the number one seed in the East after a year or so of taking it in Atlanta. Then they fell off the face of the earth. Does that same thing happen to Budenhoser this upcoming season in Milwaukee? If it does, that does open the door for Philadelphia to be the best team in the East. Well, I think it's all going to depend on Giannis and kind of his progression, how he improves, obviously, Needs to get a jump shot. Needs to develop more confidence in that range. Though in Atlanta, Budenholzer didn't have a Giannis. I think Giannis obviously is a lot better player than what they probably had at that time in Atlanta. I don't think they fall off the map. I think they take a little step back in these. But I still think it's enough for them to potentially get over the hump. Depending on how Philadelphia, though, they have the talent. Ben Simmons, again, another player who needs to have a jump shot. What's up with some of these guys you can't shoot. I'm like, bro, you're like, you're in the NBA, man. Like, you should be able to shoot. Uh, but anyway, Giannis, I think he p- should take that next step. So I think the Bucks will still be in the mix. Philadelphia, they probably smell blood. I mean, you got Horford there, you know, a, a few more pieces. The East is going to be good as well. Not as good as the West. Uh, but I don't think the Bucks fall off the map. I just think with Milton also there, they're going to bring him back. The Bucks should still be a top three seed in the East. So... Yeah. Okay. Well, Austin, what do you think about that East Coast? So, if we're talking about the East, it's kind of a dogfight between the the head, like the heads of the team, I guess we could call them. 
But once you get down low, it's really, really bad. There isn't an, an absolutely atrocious team in the West. Can we agree with that? Uh, the yeah. Kings. No, I'm just playing. Like, that's, no, that's no, no, no. Disrespect. That I'm just playing with so the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. No, no. They um, they almost the had a chance at me to playoffs last year in the AFC. Yeah, I got pretty crazy there for a while. I, I, I don't think they compare. I mean, if we're talking about the East, Rudy's right. There's five good teams in the West. There could be honestly be 10, 11 good teams. Yeah. I, if you were, if this is the year that if you said, hey, Adam Silver, we're just going to take the top 16 teams, 10 or 11 probably come out of the West easily. Yeah. The, the East would look like, uh, what do you call the, what, the, what do you call the small schools when it comes to bowl games? <laughs> Oh, oh, you're talking about like the Papa John's Bowl and like, yeah. <laughs> like, the oh, uh, HEB Bowl game. Or I, I don't know if they have one there. But, no, I, I totally agree. I think uh, the Eastern Conference, I mean, like Rudy said, now that I think about the Knicks, they get Westbrook. It could make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> easily beat. A lot of good role players on that team. If you look at the roster, if they get Westbrook, they could easily be a top five team, maybe top four in the East. Because the East has a tendency of Philadelphia going balls deep into the season, and then once you get towards the end of the season, just falling off the face of the earth. Boston, another team, great potential, has all the talent, makes noise, and at the end of the season, they're falling off the face of the earth. I think Boston, they should be much, much better this year. Kyrie's gone, the the, kind of the cloud of that team. Because remember, when he wasn't there – they made a deep run in the playoffs without him when he was hurt. So Same. he's gone. Kimba's back. And I think Kimba will kind of provide more consistency. Uh, I think Boston should be up there. They should potentially win the East, but. I'm off the Celtics. Boston last night. Well, actually, no, I told him at what? Three in the morning when you were texting me about all this stuff going on in free agency. Yeah, we were hot literally take, just talking about it. Yeah, hot take at three in the morning here. I'm going to give it to you right now. If Boston struggles, Brad Stevens is fired. If Boston makes That's a playoff, such a hot take. First round, Brad Stevens is fired. So this is the year. The thing, right? Obviously, Brad Stevens go if he doesn't win. If he doesn't make it to the finals, then I think he gets fired. So here's here's my thing with them. Right, they lose a absolute gem of a basketball IQ guy in Al Horford, who. Mm-hmm was a very big piece to that puzzle. I don't think we realize how important it was to have a guy that's a defensive anchor, can go out there and guard fours and guard threes while also mm-hmm. playing the center position. I mean, he's a key piece in Brad's defense, and now that that's gone, you also basically get rid of one of your star players and replace him with an exact copy that's just three inches smaller. And I don't think that's a huge upgrade. I, don't, I mean, I think, obviously, it'll be different because no Kyrie attitude, but... I don't think this team got any better. I think they got significantly worse. Yeah. And I think the guy that's going to pay for it is Brad Stevens. He's going to – this is the for, year Brad Stevens – For Danny Age's sins, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so if Brad Stevens gets fired, then that's a very hot coach that people are going to go after, obviously. So that's my hot take I'd on that. I'd open a space. <laughs> that one. I said I'd open a space for him. You would take him in a heartbeat down in Dallas, but yeah. So I mean, those are the hot takes that we got as far. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Speaking of Dallas, Uh-oh. why is Carlisle still the coach? 
he's because he's probably the third best coach in the NBA. Yeah, but you know, sometimes it's time to move on. That's yeah. weird. It's coming weird coming from y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. But you know, we do have uh, multiple championships. Carlisle, Carlisle is the best defensive coach in basketball. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm just saying sometimes, you know. Carlos 3B. Pop, Kerr, um, Brad Stevens, Carlo. But Carlo yeah, and Brad so Stevens 3B. That's a great man. Doc Rivers below him because he only has. Listen, I'm not trying to throw him. shade at him. Yeah. I'm just thinking sometimes. Yeah, that was shade. I don't know exactly. You know, he hasn't been in the playoffs in a while. You know, one championship. I like the Spurs who have, you know. Multiple Weird, pop. Like, almost like we're blaming management. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't take that against him, right? No, listen, I think isn't I think he's a hell of a coach. I just think normally, you know, you look at you know some of the NFL guys, Jeff Fisher, uh, you know. Yeah, that would be the first thing that he must. Yeah. Hey, as far I'm gonna make this announcement now during the football season when we do our picks, Austin back then had the uh, the coin, the coin, to yeah, make some picks. Yeah, I had the coin. Okay, well, we need you to join us on some of the pick'em shows because this year we are introducing Jeff Fisher's mustache, picking oh some of the God. games. Dude, he's pretty active on Twitter, by the way. Now yeah. he's pretty, he's very active. Jeff Jesus. Fisher's mustache is going to be picking games for us this year on Sweep the League. So be sure to stay tuned on that. Breaking so, news. Yeah, very much breaking news. So. We've talked everything NBA. Uh, we talked NFL last night. We have Austin of uh, what's at Hartsfield MLB. Obviously, MLB is the Major League Baseball. The reason why we get Austin on here sometimes too is to talk some Major League Baseball. Austin, I don't have a whole lot to get to in MLB, but I do have a few things to get to. Cody Bellinger, the guy's been yes. on an absolute tear. Tearing it up, man. I mean, yeah, he's back on it after he was scalding coming out. Mm-hmm. Then he had a little slump and he dropped his average fifty points, which is wild. <laughs> he's okay. He's having a. He's had, to me. He's having a great year. You've got uh, Christian Yelich also having. A, is he going to be a back-to-back MVP? Well, if, if Bellinger doesn't stop him, he is. I mean, Christian again is being an absolute phenom and making the Marlins pay for their sins, which is amazing. I love when bad management gets punished. But I mean, <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's it's amazing to watch. I mean, he's must see TV, you know, and it's not often that you get a guy in a trade like that, that young with that much potential, and uh, they've taken advantage of every second of it. Yeah, for sure. Yelix has been on an absolute tear. What do you what are you thinking, man? As far as uh, I know, it's still pretty early, but we are pretty much at the halfway point because All Star the All Star games coming up and all that. And I want to ask a question on that, but. Uh, two best teams, AL, or give me one best team in the AL, one best team in the NL. Who do you think is going to end up going to the World Series? Do you feel? I don't. I don't think it's close when it comes to the team in the AL. Uh, they've they struggled significantly lately. Well, they were struggling, but you know, and then they got another losing streak. The Houston Astros is the best team in the AL, unfortunately, despite what the records say, despite what everything says. This team is absolutely dangerous. This is a team that doesn't lose at home, which, I mean, when you get to play half of your games at home, you're going to win a shit ton of those games. 
But, I mean, this Houston team's amazing. It's probably the best to watch. Like, if you want to watch players, you you know, pitchers, hitters, everything to, to watch in the entire league. The, the NL, I'm a little confused because the West Division beats up on each other so much, but the, but the Dodgers are obviously so far ahead of everybody. But I'm not sure that they're the best team overall. If you know Don't let saying. Jonathan Mathis hear you. I mean, <laughs> And here, here's the thing. They they are the best team currently. Do I think that they're the best team in, you know, three months? Probably not. But right now, they're the best team in the NL. I'll take that back. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. And now, the one team that I've got to ask you before I get into some all-star talk. You want to talk about your shit show? No, no, no. My Giants, uh, I, I've i given up on them before the season started. Um, I, I need to ask you a really serious question here. What's up? Is there any hope in the next few years for the Mariners. <laughs> Dude, yo, yeah. we're trading everybody, man. We're, we're trading everybody yeah. left and right. I think D. Gore is probably going to be gone. Hey, the water boy is going to get traded soon. So, <laughs> All uh, right, yeah. so you if you want a really serious answer, I can give you a really serious answer. Yeah, well, I'm being serious. Okay, so the Mariners actually have a lot of hope. They have more hope than... You know, if we're looking at farm-wise, right, what, what DePito did this year was absolutely amazing. He went out there, he traded every single asset possible and got things in return. You know, at the time, they may not have seemed like much, whether it be the Segura trade, you know, uh, even an Encarnacion trade, in a Cano trade, clearing salary like that. But that guy, he did such a phenomenal job this offseason. Uh, but if you look in the farm system, it's actually pretty positive. I mean, you got a bunch of Yankee prospects. You know, you got a bunch of, you know, Philly prospects. Everything all over the place. I really one of the guys that I talked to actually, and I sent Rudy this the other day. Uh, it's Noel Vimarte, and this kid is a 17 year old phenom, Geo. I'm telling you, man, this kid, he just does it all. I like what the Mariners are doing a lot. Actually, this is basically the moral of the story. <laughs> nice, Geo. There is hope. There's a lot of hope. They have the second best farm in the AL West. There you go, man. You know, I'm hoping. I, I figured once we, uh, you know, drop so many games, all the trades. You hope some of those young players in the next few years. Hopefully, we could turn on like the Astros. You know, we can you know, be really horrible, and then bam, we come back. And they then, really committed to the rebuild, though. Like they take yeah. for years. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, they did for sure. So did yeah. Justin Sheffield? Go to the Mariners. Yeah, he went in the uh man, what trade was that? Oh, Paxton. Oh yeah, it was the Paxton. He deal. headlined so, the Paxton trade. Yeah, he did. You, know, you have more hope than the Giants do. I mean, we have Joey yeah, you're Bart. Well, listen, I have the Rams, I got the Spurs, you know. But when potentially over the next few years, there's some hope. And uh hopefully we can get some shit going. I'm sure Rudy will call me a bandwagon fan. But um Rudy, I know you Rudy quit signing people. Quit, quit signing 35-year-olds to $17 million deals. <laughs> I have zero hope for the Giants. I, you want to you hear something that should give you a little bit of hope? Uh, they're going to relocate? I don't know. You got, you, no, you got well, the, why would you leave San Fran? You got well, the third best outfielder in the draft this year. I mean, the kids yeah. got absolute guns for power. Yeah. Yeah, but when are we going to see him? It's going to be a long Probably long never. Exactly. So, yeah, to me, it's like the Giants have some assets, but when the hell are we going to see him? Posey, Bumgardner. I, I mean, doubt we see Crawford. 
when are we going to see Bart? Um, four years? No, God, no. You think it's early? I'm trying to, I'm trying to decide whether it's September. I'm trying to no. yeah, whether it's September this year or next year. No, it's not this early, is it? He's that he's that close. Wow. Okay. You've he's you've given you, you've given me some hope. Uh, yeah, I was talking to a Giants guy, one of the, my Giants guys the other day. Because uh, he asked me about a Padres project. And uh, I asked him, I was like, how close is Joey? And he said, it, it'll either be this September or they'll wait until the next September for him. Unless he has a great spring training. Wow. Okay, so, so I, mean, I got a boner on that one. Because I had yeah, lived the entire season for the Giants. And now that kind know. of me a little bit there. Because I want to see Bart, obviously. Everybody does, but. Bart Simpson. Like, that you, way. <laughs> you felt first of all, you how, how about the type the fact that you fell ass backwards into two of the best catching prospects over the last ten years? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but what what and got that three do? World Series out of it? Yeah, Rudy, I'm you not, guys have won several world I mean, give the Mandarins a chance. Yeah, Rudy. Three championships, bro. Yeah. Team in baseball is getting so much fucking flack right here for me because because we won what three World Series? I mean, dude, yeah, it's I hope unwild. the Dodgers make the World Series, and if they lose, they're like the Buffalo Bills of like damn, they really ball. would be. <laughs> I can't, and they will the do they will continue to do that until they fire Dave Roberts. There you go, you heard it here first, Austin Hartsfield with the, the super hot inside tape. news. No, I'm just fine. Takes man. So hey, the uh, All Star game's coming up. Just give me a quick prediction: Who's winning the uh, home run derby, and then who do you think comes out as All Star MVP? Hold on, hold on. Well, I think All Star MVP is Trout. So just because that's the safe bet. <laughs> it's like, do you want? Do you want? Uh, do, would you like a drink? Absolutely. That's basically <laughs> the extent of that with Mike Trout. All right. Let's see. What, <laughs> I haven't looked. I'm so. Why? Vlad Junior winning this home run derby i have no idea why it's it's just it just has a vlad. Fixed? i don't know i didn't has a vlad type of feel you can't to fi- it. that's so like so i heard somebody say that like, you can't fix the home run derby well actually you can't well you would have to pay the players significant amounts of money i would say so yeah it's not going to be fixed but i just have vlad I don't know, man. I've seen more of Vlad Sr. everywhere, like every day on Twitter or wherever, something of him. So it just has that Vlad feel to it. Um, I'm trying to think. You know what? Dave's going to love this. I'm going to take Pete Alonzo. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty I like pick. the Mets slugger a lot, actually. Now, the fact that Jock Peterson's in it is ridiculous. Ah, screw that guy. Big time. I had a Mets fan actually before before we get off the air here. I had a Mets fan talk to me about something. Peter Alonzo. Did he just come out of nowhere? Or has he been no. he's been he has been marinating for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. Okay. He was in triple A for two years, I think. I had a I had a Mets fan on Facebook that we talked a little bit, and I was talking to him about Peter Alonzo, and he says, Oh, that dude just came out of nowhere. I'm like he really didn't. Didn't he's actually he's actually he's doing really pick. good. So he probably doesn't watch you know, baseball like Austin does. You know, he was a second round pick. Like, 
Again. What do you call out of nowhere? It's out of nowhere if you don't watch the draft or care about your team. Probably Could be Helio. Helio Ramos is a big old thorn in my ass, though. Ooh. That guy's – I don't know what to think of Helio anymore. I really don't. Gio's looking at us like we're crazy. Just but. love him. I saw my boy Mackenzie Gore sit him down. The just, just love him, Rudy. Just have him a big hug. Like you're going to hug Matt Ryan this season. Oh, F you with the Matt Ryan talk, man. It's way too I think Atlanta, I I think the Falcons are going to have a really good season. Austin's going to be proud of me because if he was to listen to last night's show, I did. Who was my dark horse in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, Austin, ask Rudy, what team are you picking to represent the NFC? Go ahead, Rudy. The NFC? Yeah. My picks are the same for Super Bowl. It's an all LA Super Bowl. Chargers yeah, I Rams. Philip gets over the hump this year. He has to. My God, this guy has to. But if I had picked the dark horse, my dark horse Super Bowl was the Colts and the Cowboys. That's my dark horse. To pick. me, I like the Colts. I just don't love them when they're on the road in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, as long as we're not playing in snow, it's fine. Sure. As, as long as Andrew stays up, y'all are fine. Yeah, not worried about. Yeah, it. I love that guy. Missed him a lot. <laughs> so yeah, we've uh, we've talked a lot about NBA. We talked some good baseball with Austin as well. Plus, we reassured Austin that his Colts is a dark horse team and possibly a Super Bowl team this season. So we had a lot of fun tonight. We're going to end this stream right now. Uh, you will be able to find this show as well as last night's show on Anchor pretty soon. Here uh, we are getting the audio portion uh, downloaded and worked and ready to go, recorded, get it out for you guys on Anchor, so you'll be looking for us on Anchor in case you missed any episodes uh, before this one. Austin, uh, you, you we've said it before, you are the only celebrity we've had on the show, so we're looking forward to having you many, many times a, again for sure. Gio's always asking about you. He's like a little puppy dog that's lost when you're not around. So. No, because you know, every time I ask, Rudy says, you know, Austin's real busy, you know, he's yeah, signing he's autographs, you know, he, shut he up. certain things. <laughs> They can't get a hold of it. called checks that I have to pay my rent with. <laughs> I, I would say, okay, am I all going overboard if I was to say Austin is the Ric Flair of Amarillo? Oh my God. Have you ever uh, heard, have you ever been around me? I think I'm like anti Ric Flair. No, no, no. I mean, you don't have to be his personality, but you know, you are the wheelie dealing, kiss stealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a bee, and Amarillo. That's the well, way I picked. That's that's the way you picture it. You picture like Roy Williams walking in the locker room every time I go anywhere. <laughs> Man, uh, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you're. I, I've said it once. I say it again. You've you've rubbed elbows with more guys than I have. So that makes you somebody in my book. That's for damn sure. That is that true. Tati's thing, that Tati's thing was pretty cool. You, it sucks that you're part of the media and you just can't get like a selfie with Tatista or something. That would have been cool, but you know, just doing my job. That's that's PC, right? Yeah, but see, this is where you need to get your buddies to just take a picture, like unknowingly. Like there you go. Jesus Christ. I mean, we're not asking you to hold up, yeah. you know, for then now. Austin will be doing painting quarters for <laughs> do, do you motherfucker. <laughs> so for Austin catch painting, Hartsfield, catch painting corners once every three months. Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's gonna come back. That painting corners, everybody needs to go out there. Just look up the painting corners podcast. It's, I mean, being 
all joking aside, speaking truthfully, it's the best the best baseball podcast out there. I loved every single episode that I heard, and it was great, fantastic. I know Austin's real busy right now, but I think he's going to have some stuff coming up here pretty soon. Austin, just let everybody know where they can reach you at. Let everybody know where they can find all your stuff at, man. Uh, if you want Sod Poodles content, you can follow me at Hartsfield MLB. If you just want random basketball takes, salty Mavs fan takes, um, just every, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Hartsfield MLB. Are you on MySpace? MySpace? Yo, I caught MySpace at the back end of it. Wow. <laughs> like I was, I, re- I remember being like five years old. No, I guess it would have been. No, it was like middle school and like everybody had MySpace. I was like, nah. Damn. I'm just messing. I think on the next show we have Austin, we need to get his MySpace top eight as far as like. Yo, Colton, that works for Colton. Yeah, Colton does have that on his show. For sure. Love that guy. Gio, so, where can they reach you at? I know we've got uh, your Twitter up right now, but go ahead and give everybody a shout out. Tell them what you're. Hey, catch me at uh, Coach Gio56. Also, obviously, sweep the league. And uh, potentially in the near future, you might see me on the painting corners if I get invited. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But yeah, you can find me on there, and um, you can also find me on Facebook as well if you want those Florida news every single day. <laughs> that is right. So you can catch uh, definitely you can catch Austin. It's at Hartsfield MLB. Geo's at Coach Geo fifty six. All both of them are great follows. You can catch me at Sweep the League. Uh, yeah, Rudy Compost Jr. joined again by the Ramp Ambassador Geo, Coach Geo, and also our special guest Austin Hartsfield. It's been a great night. It's been a late night, Geo. I think your bed's been calling you for the past forty-five minutes, so you have a good night's sleep because it's still, you know, you're basically in the future compared to me and Austin. So. Uh, everybody else that was on tonight, we appreciate you. We got a bunch of comments tonight. So as always, when you see us live, send us a comment. We'll read it on the air. We'll post it on the stream. We'll do whatever we can for you guys. I am up to 383 followers on Twitter. So the push to 400. The push to Dude, 400 now. Are you buying followers again? You better stop that, Rudy. I bought anybody. You better stop buying those I haven't bought anybody, not yet. But if I get desperate, I may buy those last two <laughs> followers or whatever I need for four hundred. So, um, at the four hundred mark, I'm going to go ahead and give another gift card away uh, for somebody. Uh, right now, I've got the guy that was my three hundred follower. He's getting a gift card, so be sure to, to go to the page, go to sweep the league, hit that follow button, and hopefully you'll be the four hundredth man. So. So the next so time he's gonna you... follow you and be the four hundredth person. Wait, Rudy, can I unfollow you and then follow you when I'm taking the gift card? But the thing is, is at the uh, very bottom and very, very, very tiny, 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 tiny lettering, it's as if you are a part of Sweet League. You are not eligible to win such prize. So, Damn. but here's the thing: it's if you're a part of Sweet League. If my wife or your girlfriend or whatever follows, can I retire and come back? Bam! What was that? Like, like I'm out here. I need money, bro. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I don't make six figures like you, so I mean, I can't really. (laughs) I hate you so much. I can really go for a two for twenty right now. Four hundred followers. Yeah. 
Or we'll get a uh, I eat for ten bucks or something like that. Man. A yeah. chili's good fun. <laughs> you know what? Okay, this is the thing. The four hundredth follower, we're gonna do a chili's gift card on Austin's behalf, on Painting Corner's behalf. We're gonna do a chili's I'm gift down. card to you for the four hundredth follower. So that is that sweep the link on Twitter, but. For Gio, for Austin, I'm Rudy Compostino. This was about a fun night. Can't wait to do it again. Be sure to look for the next episode of Sweep the League, probably coming up, I believe it's Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll give everybody a heads up. So thanks for everybody for joining. Gio, get to bed. Austin, uh, definitely get something to eat because I know what you've been doing. This is Rudy Compost Jr. signing off, everybody. Blue figures.